Hello and welcome to For the Health of It today. I'm your host, Dr. Scott Phillips, chiropractor and owner of Lifestyle Chiropractic and Wellness Center here in the Clock Tower Building on Main Street in Heber City, Utah, broadcasting live as always, of course, here on KTMP 1340 AM. Excited to be with everybody today. Got a good show lined up, I think, and and uh, some good ideas for you. Again, I've been kind of perusing the uh, the health articles around and just kind of checking some things out. And uh, some things definitely caught my eye. So hopefully we can have a good little talk here for a couple of minutes. Uh, get you guys refocused on taking care of yourselves. And... Uh, and uh, keeping healthy and keeping as optimally healthy as possible, right? And uh, so, so let's kind of get rolling in this. I've got a few a few things I want to talk about. First thing, we had a new health ranking come out, and uh, anybody that's taken any healthcare classes from me before uh, know that whenever anything comes out ranking the world and health, uh, the U.S. never does super well, and this is uh, not. An exception, um, but we just had a uh, a ranking by the United Nations about uh, about healthcare goals. So I guess the UN gave a bunch gave the world you know these healthcare milestones that they're trying to reach, and uh, so they had kind of fifty of these health related targets proposed by the United Nations that had all kinds of different things. So they measured thirty seven of these. Uh, for each country and, and rank them in a list of about 118 countries or 188, sorry, uh, that they're trying to get to, to these goals by the year 2030. And so they're kind of tracking everybody and seeing where we're all at. So, uh, you know, if I was in a classroom right now, I'd say, where would you guess that we ranked? And uh, it's usually right around this area that we are. And, and so the U.S. came in 24th on the list of 188 countries. Um, apparently, uh, we have uh, worse suicides, worse infant mortalities, and uh, what was the other one here? Oh, now I lost it. Darn it! Anyway, that was kind of our issue. Is is we had oh, let's, that's where it is. Suicide mortality, child sex abuse also is another one uh, in this country that gave us a low score. So number one actually was Singapore, uh, which might be surprising to some people. And Iceland, Sweden, and Norway all did really well. Netherlands, Finland, Israel, Malta, Switzerland, UK, Austria, Canada, Germany, Italy, Denmark, Belgium, Antigua, Cyprus, Slovenia, Ireland, Japan, Austria, Spain, and then there we are, the U.S. So... Next down the line is Brunei. France actually came in 26th. Then we have like South Korea, Czech Republic, those kind of things. Uh, and so, you know, what does this mean? Well, it means that the United States isn't hitting these goals and these milestones near as well as as some of these others. And so, uh, so basically what we're looking for is uh, our country to kind of step it up a little bit. But like I say, anytime I see something ranked on the world stage uh, as, far as, as far as health is concerned, the United States doesn't ever do very well. And then keep in mind, of course, the one area that we beat everybody to death in is, uh, is health care spending. So we are spending uh, over double 
what the next uh, highest country spends on health care. And, uh, and so this is your return on your investment, so to speak, right? And so uh, hopefully what we'll see as, as grassroots kind of start moving a little bit better, uh, that these health care goals are easier to hit because our, our country generally is trying to be healthier. Uh, so nothing real surprising there for me, but just thought I'd let you know. Now, uh, another article came out and said, is dried fruit healthy? And uh, I get this question quite a bit, and so I was interested in it. Uh, you know, people who are trying to eat healthier, but uh, I think the root of the issue is uh, we don't like fresh produce because uh, it goes bad, it's hard to transport, like all those kinds of things. So we're thinking, okay, well, how can we eat healthily without uh, being without having to have all this fresh produce all around that can go bad and, and isn't always uh, good what we want? Plus, uh, you know, you bite into a good pe- a good pear, and it's super good. You bite into a bad pear, and it can be a really negative experience. Oranges are the same way. Pineapple, anything. If I don't know if the fruit is ripe or not, uh, I get a little bit frustrated, you know. And and anyway, so uh, it'll be interesting to see. what we do in the future, but we're always looking for these, you know, ways to get out of of carrying the <laughs> carrying produce around. So dried fruit is definitely a, a big one that people say, hey, you know, let's let's uh, get more fruits into our trail mixes and things like that. So, not surprisingly, uh, in the article, basically it said, yeah, it's good for you because, you know, when you take the water out, then you get concentrated minerals, concentrated fiber, uh, these these good things that, that people are looking for. Um, and so you can eat, you know, half a cup of dried apricots and get, you know, three or four times the fiber than you'd get in uh, half a cup of, of, you know, apricot slices is the fruit that they kind of picked to, to point out. Uh, and so, you know, those are the good things for sure. You definitely get all those nutrients. You don't lose them uh, when the water gets taken out. So I think that's a good thing, and, and definitely in a pinch, uh, it's not bad to have these things out. The problem comes on, again, it's the same idea, right? It's where do you get it from? What's your source? What else is in there? Are they using preservatives? Are they sprinkling sugar on top because they want you to feel like it tastes better? Those kinds of things. Uh, and so if you really are one that wants the good benefits out of good dried fruit, make sure you're getting just dried fruit, right? Or dry it yourself. You can get a dehydrator. They're not very expensive anymore these days. And you can dry your own fruit or you can uh, buy fruit that has been dried and nothing else has been added to it because there really are a lot. You know, you see these that have been candied. Those orange slices, you know, that are gummy orange slices, those aren't, those aren't real oranges. <laughs> so they don't count. Uh, a lot of Pineapple gets sprinkled with sugar, those kinds of things. So just pay attention to what else is in there and try to only get the dried stuff. Um, grapes are good. Uh, those are, or, or raisins, I mean, are dried grapes, you know, so those are good. My wife hates them, though, so we can't use those. But um, cranberries usually have some sweetener in them as well because they are so bitter. So uh, if you're one that likes dried fruit, I don't think it's a bad idea, but you just want to make sure uh, that you get it... Um, that you get fruit and and vegetables and things like that into your diet 
and if you can't get it fresh, then then dried is fine. Uh, but just make sure you get it from a good source that doesn't have a bunch of other junk in it. Um, so that was a somewhat disappointing article because I was like, oh, yes, let's get some controversy here. But uh, it was not controversial. It was exactly what we thought we'd, we'd hear. Uh, let's talk about opo opioid problems. Um, you know, this is such a heavy subject, and it's one that I've that I've talked about a few times. But here's a study that came out that uh, U.S. heroin deaths has jumped 533 percent since 2002. Uh, and so uh, users jumped from 40400,000 to 948,000 uh from 2002 to 2016 so we're almost close to about a million uh people that use heroin in the United States and uh but the worst part is the is the heroin related deaths and the overdoses from 2089 people in 2002 to 13,219 in 2016, which is a 533% jump. Uh, it's really, really uh, a scary thing to look at because the problem is it's not coming down. Um, or, or nor is it really foreseen to come down. These are these are just active numbers that we're looking at, but it's it's coming up so high. Uh, we're now at the point where uh, we are killing more people in the United States from uh, from drug overdoses than than lost uh, lives in the Vietnam War. Which you know, if, if you guys know, it was pretty. Uh, we had fifty eight thousand casualties during that war, and uh, this year our overdose deaths are expected to reach a high of 71,600 people uh, that are going to die from a drug or overdose, which is just, in fact, the person who is writing this article said it's just unacceptable, and, and I agree with that. I mean, these are... These are uh, preventable things, and honestly, it's it's not even people dying because they're they're addicted to it. The the biggest rise in in deaths are people that were using uh, opioids. Uh, Regularly, the way that they were prescribed, uh, and and all of them, almost all of them, were using them for chronic pain and not for uh, and not for a high, right? And these people are not trying to get high on these things; they're actually using them um, because they're in so much pain. And so, I guess I just wanted to take the rest of this time. Uh, that I have to talk about the issues with chronic pain and why there are so many other things that you can try before you go to the prescription pills or even the non-prescription pills. Um, and so if you think about your car, and I know I make a lot of car analogies in my podcast, but uh, when we talk about treating your car right, you know, when you see a, an engine light come on or a check this light come on or the fluid level's low or whatever, we see these lights come on and it makes us think, oh, shoot, something's wrong with the car, I'm going to have to take it in, I'm not really wanting to. And so we do the same thing when our body shows us symptoms, right? If we wake up and our neck is stiff or our arm is stiff, uh, very rarely will I have a brand new patient call me because their neck was stiff for the very first time this morning. Right, that's a really rare occurrence because most people, when they f have some sort of, of problem, some sort of issue, uh, they wait for a few days to see if that issue gets resolved. <laughs> right? Maybe it's just something weird, maybe I slept funny, I'm just going to kind of take it easy. 
and so you think about that the same way with a car, right? Well, if if something was bad enough to light up one of those prop, one of those you know check lights. You're not just going to keep driving the car and hope that the light goes off. I mean, sometimes you have an electrical problem, but uh, but typically there is something wrong with the car when the, that light comes on. And so just driving it and hoping the light goes off isn't really going to do much. But that's what we do as as humans with our own uh, with our own symptoms. We say, okay, well maybe we can just wait and it'll and it'll go away. Uh, and then when the pain goes away, then we're hoping that the thing that caused the pain also is going away. But but we look at pain as the problem when really that's just a manifestation of there is a problem. Your body's saying something is wrong, right? That's a check engine light for your body. And and if you were to just cover up the check engine light on your dashboard, that doesn't mean that the problem was taken care of. And so whether it gets covered up by your body saying, hey, he's not paying attention to me, so I'm just going to you know ease off. Or if we pharmaceutically take something to change that pain pathway so that now we're not feeling the pain, it doesn't mean that anything's been fixed. And so, yeah, you might feel better if somebody, you know, blacked out that light on your check engine dash and uh, then you say, oh, good, well, it's not there anymore. But that's because you just ignored the signal that's telling you there's a problem. And uh, so if I had one wish to do today, I would, I would try to get you to understand that when you feel pain, when you feel symptoms, these are signs from your body telling you that something needs to get better, something needs to change, something needs to uh, be healed. And so if all we're doing is trying to ignore this pain or get our body to uh, manufacture or take things that, that help us not feel the pain, there is no problem solving in that. And so I hope you can kind of see that and realize that, that if we want to actually get rid of the problem, if we want to take care of the reason that the pain is there, it's going to take a little bit of a different approach than just something to stop the pain. And make no mistake, all of these opioids, all of these NSAIDs, all of these types of pills that we take when we have our general aches and pains are designed first and foremost to stop the pain cascade and stop those things that happen to make it so that you can ignore and you don't feel the pain. And so, uh, and so if you're taking them in hopes that they will make you better, I can pretty much tell you that they won't. <laughs> uh, hopefully that's not a depressing thought for you today. So what can you do instead? Well, you know, first and foremost, don't ignore these signals. Just like in your car, you wouldn't just ignore it. I mean, maybe you would. But at least when the engine fell out when you're driving, you would only have yourself to blame, right? I, I think we get signals for a long time. It's very common for someone to come into my office in what I call a crisis situation where either a back is seized, a neck, a shoulder, a knee, ankle, any of these joints that are just kind of seized up. Uh, it's common for them to say, yeah, I just slept weird and I woke up and this was an issue. And then I always like the follow-up question, have you ever had trouble with this area before? Well, yeah, but never anything this bad. Uh, maybe it would hurt me for a day or two and then it would just go away. I mean, I, like 100% of the time, guys, when somebody has an issue, it's never the first thing. Now, when it's traumatic, that's a little bit different. If somebody, you know, falls off a building or something and they've never had back trouble before, then I realize that that's, you know, a, a 
different case, but usually someone that comes in having thrown out their back, thrown out their neck, uh, frozen shoulder, any of that kind of stuff, they always have something that they've been dealing with in that area for a lot longer. I mean, sometimes years. Yeah, you know, every month or so I'll get a little pinch here or there. So don't ignore those little problems. I think that's our first and foremost thing is you want to make sure that you're you're listening to what your body's trying to tell you. And once your body tells you, hey, something's going on in this area, that is a great time to intervene. There are a lot of ways to intervene. And so let's say that uh, you wake up one morning and you got a little bit of stiffness, let's say, in your neck. A lot of people, when they try to turn their neck, in fact, do that exercise right now, you know, and just turn that neck from side to side. You go to one side, you go to the other, feel that difference, uh, you know, it, it, do you go all the way across your shoulder? It should be 90 degrees to each side. Do you go all the way and look across your shoulder? Does it stop short? Do you stop shorter on one side than the other? Uh, you know, check out that, that range of motion because the range of motion is going to be different if the muscles are tense. And if the muscles are tense, then you've just got, a, you know, an amount of time undetermined until things start giving you trouble. Uh, and so if you wake up, you feel stiff, you feel sore, you feel pain. Uh, heat is my first go-to, right? If I'm hurting, if something's, if something's, you know, stiff, heat is always good, shower in the morning, that kind of thing. But if I have to use heat on my back every single morning, then I'm not taking care of the problem. I'm just, again, being able to ignore it throughout the day. So, uh, the idea becomes, who do I go and see? And and really, I don't think there's a right answer for everybody on that question. Um, I certainly am a proponent of chiropractic. I don't think that would come as a surprise to anybody. I feel like the chiropractor is, is uh, super uh, informed and educated as far as the frame of the body, uh, looking at posture, looking at muscle tension, looking at joint movement, and making sure that all of that is going the way that it should. Um, physical therapists have their have their hand in, in strengthening muscles and stretching other muscles and making sure that uh, things uh, move and and that uh, and that there aren't restrictions and scar tissue and things like that. Massage therapists are fantastic. Uh, acupuncturists, if you want to go to your your energy worker, there's all kinds of places you can go. But don't wait for a crisis. Don't wait for that engine to fall out of your car. Uh, start to intervene long before because the secret is just like with your car right it could be something small it could be something easy it should be something that you can take care of that's much less expensive than the problem that happens because the light went on right if you just kind of keep driving on an engine that's going to go bad, then the engine's going to go bad, and it's going to cost a lot more money. In fact, you probably just have to buy a new car, which you don't have that luxury with your body. <laughs> so pay attention to your body. If you're one that's been in pain for a long period of time, and let's say that you're struggling with this type of thing, there are alternatives. There are ways. Um, in fact, chiropractic is one of the best pain-relieving modalities uh, that are out there. And so if you haven't tried some sort of body work to get rid of this pain, now, don't try one and, and feel like that's all you need to do. If you go to a chiropractor and it's not it's not working out for you, uh, then go to the next one, right? Go to a massage therapist. Go to an acupuncturist. Go to a physical therapist. Whatever you want to do, don't stop until you've tried all of these different things. 
And I can just give you a 90% guarantee that you will find something that will help you drastically reduce the amount of pain meds or ibuprofens or whatever else that you have to take or drastically reduce the amount of uh, or the number of episodes that you have when you say, oh, I woke up and my whatever hurts, right? So, uh, so first and foremost, you got to listen to your body, and you got to not ignore. Uh, you then have to go and and get it looked at, get it checked out. We always get nervous, right? Because we think, oh, what if it's bad? What if it's expensive? But this is where the consumer mind can come in. You go to a doctor, you go to a chiropractor, you go to a acupuncturist, whoever it is, and you go to him and you say, hey, here's what's going on with me, uh, and and I'm interested to think what your opinion is. And if you talk to a few different people and get a few different opinions, then you can start and go with whatever you feel like is going to be a good idea. All right, I feel like this is a good gut gut instinct type of time where you can say, hey, this feels good to me. This sounds good. This person, I'm comfortable with this person. We've talked on this podcast even a few times about how, uh, how just your ability and your and your faith and belief I guess faith is a weird word to use but uh, your belief that you're doing the right thing for you uh, can really help you in the healing process so if you feel like you're in the right place and that the person that you're going to use is the right person then you've done a lot of the legwork to get healed even just then and so uh, go with somebody that you like go with somebody that you feel um, that you feel very uh, comfortable with and uh, and once you're to that point then then your outcome can be really really good uh, but don't you know feel like you're wasting your time and money once once you get to a point where you don't feel like it's helping you uh, then it's a good time to go look at something else so I just want people to start thinking a little bit more outside the box when it comes to this pain, these pain issues, uh, because when we go straight to the pharmaceuticals, uh, these are the trends, right? And, and the sobering part and the sad part is all of these doctors that did these statistics that are looking at all of these things, they say there's really no end in sight, and it's only going to increase. It's only going to get worse and worse. Um, and that is troubling, and that is startling to me because I feel like we need to get to a point where 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 yeah, where things are getting better, where we're not increasing 533 uh, percent more heroin overdoses uh, in in just a 14 year span. I mean, it's it's so glaring to me about the problems and the, and the solutions that we have to our chronic pain issues. So. Uh, if you're one that's that's living in pain, if you're one that that just feels a little discomfort here and there, I promise you, the earlier that you deal with it, the cheaper it's going to be, the more long-lasting it's going to be. But the body is an amazing machine; it has the amazing ability to heal itself. Even if you feel like you've gone past the point where you can heal, uh, you will be amazed at what your body can do. Try something different. Try something more natural. Try something more body-centered instead of just ignoring those lights that come on on your dashboard. You can actually do that on your car a lot better because you can just buy a new car. Unfortunately, you're stuck with this body, at least for now, and uh, you should treat it as good and as as uh, as, uh, as well as you possibly can. So uh, that's my thought for today. Uh, hopefully everybody's having a good Thursday so far. Um, 
Let me know if you have any questions. For sure, you can jump online on my Facebook page. It's uh, Lifestyle Chiropractic and Wellness Center here in Heber. <coughs> or if you're listening to the podcast, you can uh, just shoot a comment down there. And, and if you have any questions or anything you want me to talk about, uh, feel free to ask. And uh, hopefully you guys have a great day. Go out and be healthy. If you do for no other reason, do it just for the health of it. Thank you for listening.